Welcome to English Vocabulary Booster. My name is Lara and I'm a Salsa certified English teacher. Learning new vocabulary usually takes a long time, but we'll do it in a way that's easy, quick, and efficient. In every episode, we'll learn how to use five new English words or expressions so that you too can start speaking like a native. So let's get learning. What's up, you guys? So, we are officially back. I have missed you so much. I missed writing stories, recording the podcast, everything. But um, yeah, I, I definitely needed that break. And I think from now on, I want to be a little more flexible because, you know, I have the tendency to overwork myself. And I think I need to learn to just listen to my body and take a break when I need to. Anyway, we're back. So that's what matters. And we're ready to learn some new words. But before we talk about today's vocabulary, I would like to say hello to Francesca and her daughter, Julia. Francesca reached out to me on Instagram a while ago and told me that she and her 11-year-old daughter listen to this podcast. She also told me that Julia has gotten her B2 certification. So Julia, if you're listening to this, just know that I'm really proud of you. I don't think I had a B2 when I was your age. So really, well done. All right, then let's listen to today's story. Today, we're talking about likes and dislikes. Lily, guess what? I have a surprise for you. What is it? Well, I know you've been single for a while. So tonight I invited my friend Matt. But I... Shh. Listen, he is perfect for you. He's 25, tall, dark hair, and he's an actor. He's an actor? Damn it. You know, I'm a sucker for actors. I know. Okay, but what about his personality? Do we like the same things? Do we have the same interests? Because you know, that's really important to- Shut up. Here it comes. Hey, Matt. This is Lily. Lily, Matt. Oh, look at that. I'm getting a phone call. You guys talk. Get to know each other. Excuse me. Hi. Hey. So, um, Matt, what, what do you like to do in your free time? Oh, I, I love watching TV. In fact, there's this new true crime show I'm totally hooked on. It's called Till Death Do Us Part. Have you watched it? Um, no, I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV, to be honest. Oh, then what do you like to do? Well, I'm really into fitness, so I like working out, going on hikes. Ugh. Yeah, well, that's not really my cup of tea. Mm. What about food? Do you like food? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Y you too? Yeah, of course. There's nothing better than a good old steak. Oh, I'm... I'm a vegan. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I love animals. I have three cats. You do? Yeah. You like cats? Um, I don't really care for cats, no. I prefer dogs. Oh. 
How's it going over here? Have you fallen in love yet? <laughs> I knew you'd be perfect for each other. Come on, let's go eat so we can start planning your wedding. Let's begin with expression number one, to be a sucker for something or someone. Oh, damn it, you know I'm a sucker for actors. If you are a sucker for something, does that mean you like it intensely or you dislike it intensely? If you are a sucker for something, that means that you like something a lot. And if you are a sucker for something, can you resist it? No, if you are a sucker for something, that means that it's really hard for you to refuse it or to resist it. Is this a formal or informal expression? This is definitely an informal expression, so as long as you're talking with a friend, it's fine, but... I would avoid it, say, at a, at a job interview. What are you a sucker for? I am definitely a sucker for sweets. I love sweets. If someone offers me something sweet, it's really hard for me to say no. Although, if you follow me on Instagram, you may know I recently tried to give up sugar. So, perhaps it's not as bad as it used to be, but yes, I'm still a sucker for sweet food. Expression number two, to be hooked on something. In fact, there's this new true crime show I'm totally hooked on. If you are hooked on something, do you hate it or do you enjoy it a lot? If you are hooked on something, you enjoy it a lot. And if you are hooked on something, how often do you want to do that thing you're hooked on? If you are hooked on something, you want to do that thing, whatever it may be, as much as possible. You like it so much to the point where it almost feels like an addiction almost and you can't stop doing that. Is there something you're hooked on at the moment? Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm hooked on a reality TV show called The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Guys, I don't know what's wrong with me. I am hooked. I cannot stop watching it. Thank goodness the show's almost over. I'm watching season 10 at the moment and there are 11 seasons in total. So yes, judge me all you want. I've watched 10 seasons of that crap. What can I tell you? I'm hooked. I can't stop. Expression number three, to be into something. Well, I'm really into fitness, so I like working out, going on hikes. If you are into something, do you enjoy it or not? Yep. Saying that you're into something is another way of saying that you like something and that you enjoy doing something. And if you say you're into something, are you interested in it or not? Yes, you are. I think that that's the biggest difference, perhaps, between saying, for example, that you like horses and saying that you're into horses. 
If you say you like horses, it could just mean that you you think that they're beautiful animals. But if you say that you are into horses, that would probably make me think that you know a lot about them. Perhaps you ride them. You know, you're, you know, you're showing a, a deeper interest in the subject. Name a few things you're into. So here's the thing. I think I go through phases, but the constant in my life is that I've always been into languages, whether it be English, of course. Back in the day, I had my French moment and now also with Spanish. Um, and for me, it's not just a matter of trying to learn a language. I get really curious. So if I learn a new word, I want to understand exactly how to use it. Sometimes I try to find its origin, especially if it's an idiom. So yeah, I think that and reality TV are two things that I've, that I've been into. Expression number four, to not be your cup of tea. Ugh, yeah, well, that's not really my cup of tea. If something is not your cup of tea, do you enjoy it or not? No, you don't. If something is not your cup of tea, that means that's not typically something that you enjoy. If something isn't your cup of tea, does that mean you hate it? Not necessarily. It just means that given the choice, you'd rather do something else. If you invited me to a, a jazz concert, for example, I would tell you, thanks, but that's not really my cup of tea. I prefer rock music. That doesn't mean that if I went, I would hate it, but it's just, it's not something that I love. What's something that's definitely not your cup of tea? Mm, I would say clubbing or just partying in general. That's really not my cup of tea. I don't like loud, crowded places. Like if, if I have to hang out with friends, I'd much rather go out to dinner or even host a dinner, play board games. Okay, that probably sounds really boring, but what can I say? I like quiet environments. So yeah, clubbing is not really my cup of tea. Expression number five, not care for something. I don't really care for cats, no. I prefer dogs. If you don't care for something, do you like that something or not? Not really. If you say you don't care for something, that means you don't like it. Now, don't confuse it with care about something because caring about someone or caring about something means that that someone or that something is important to you. So this has nothing to do with how important something is to you. It's just about whether you like it or not. Which is more polite, saying you don't care for something or that you don't like something? I think I don't care for, you know, whatever is slightly better. I mean, it's more formal and it sounds a bit nicer to me. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're still saying you don't like something. So, you know, 
Just avoid saying I don't care for you to someone's face because that would be rude. Can you name something you don't care for? I think something that a lot of people find surprising is the fact that I don't care for wine or alcohol in general. I really don't like it. And you know, people find it really weird, especially since I'm from Italy. But yes, usually, you know, if someone meets me for the first time, if we go out, they'll often ask me if I want some wine or something. And I always have to tell them that I don't care for wine. And that is it for today. And remember, if you want to access the transcript as well as lots of other resources, visit enboo.com. That is E-N-B-O-O-O dot com. Have a great day. 